hello, everyone. Happy second week. Is that what we're in in the new year? Yeah. We are back as your nutrition ninjas, ready to help you navigate the things going on in the food and nutrition world and help you feel less overwhelmed by all of the different choices that you have to make every single day for your health. Today, we are going to be talking about a subject near and dear to both of our hearts, and that is vegetables. But before we get started, Rachel, do you have any news that you would like to share with all of our listeners? I do, and it goes very well with our theme for today. Um, So I was reading an article about a study done on brain health, and researchers found that eating leafy greens, um, especially lettuce, spinach, kale, and collard greens, um, had been shown to help slow down mental decline. Um, Ah. Yeah. They did – so they had – they studied people who – it was like almost a 1,000 men and women between the ages of 58 and 99, and they had them complete food questionnaires. Um, and then they had them also complete these cognitive assessments, and then they would just continue to follow up with them. And they found that the people who tended to eat more of these leafy greens also did better on these cognitive tests, which covered, like, memory and spatial ability and perceptual speed. Um they said even just one to two servings a day, um, people who ate one to two servings a day scored the equivalent of 11 years younger on test. Yeah. Than the people who didn't years? eat any. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And that's, that's just people awesome. who ate one to two servings a day. Right. Versus people who, like, didn't eat any. Wow. Yeah. So it's a big difference. Um, yeah. Get those and they greens. also, yes, yeah. They also, I mean, they were wondering if the same effects could be obtained through supplements that had like similar nutrients as the leafy greens. Um, hmm. And they said right now there's no evidence supporting um, the supplements have the same effects. So oh. you can't just take a vitamin and say, hey, it's okay. <laughs> Eat yeah. yeah. There we go. You want to keep that Eat them the way God made them. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kristen, do you remember any of the new fun foods you've had this week? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So, this new fun food comes at you from Hy-Vee, which you guys in the South don't have, but no. the best grocery store. Shout out to Hy-Vee. Love me some yeah. Hy-Vee. A comparison, if you're from the South, it reminds me kind of of a cross between Ingles and Publix. Very similar to Ingles, I would say. Yep. I would, I would support that comparison. Mm-hmm. But Hy-Vee on the weekends, even though it's crazy and packed a lot, and you can barely get your cart through some of the aisles if you go <laughs> at the worst time also is when they usually have a lot of great samples, which worth it, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. And when I was there, 
I sampled Oprah's new line of healthy spins on classic comfort foods. Ooh. What did you try? I tried her garlic cauliflower mashed potatoes. So it's a blend. It's not all cauliflower. but It's a blend of cauliflower and potatoes. And it was so good. Delicious. Really, really good. Yum. And the line is called Oh, That's Good. And they also have some different pasta dishes, um, like a macaroni and cheese that uses butternut squash, I believe. Um, They have a few different types of soup, like broccoli and cheddar that has butternut squash in it. Creamy tomato basil that has celery and carrot. Um, and then they have, like, both garlic and regular mashed potatoes. And, and also a creamy um, Parmesan pasta that has white beans in it. Wow. That's awesome. I love that. Yeah. And then I would say the nutrition facts are somewhere between all-out health nut and the classic indulgent uh, version of these things. Okay. So it's great for families that want to add in some extra vegetables, some extra protein and fiber to classic foods that um, taste really decadent and delicious. So I would support them. Nice. Are the serving sizes that they sell them in, are they larger, like, family size, or are they, like, individual? They are, I would say, a small family or someone who's going to have some leftovers. Like, okay, I think they're, like, their pasta dishes serve three. Okay. Um, Two and a half to three. Um, And I think that's pretty across the board, Um, like, with their mashed potatoes as well. And their soups are, like, two servings each. Okay. Nice. So I think it would be a great thing for the busy working person to take to work, like, the soup Mm -hmm. especially. When it's cold and wintry like it is right now, it would be a Mm -hmm. great thing to take to work and have half of it one day and half the next. Yeah, that's a great idea. I look for those in your neighborhood grocery store. Yeah. Come straight to you from Oprah. Yeah, way to go, Oprah. <laughs> you get some vegetables and you get some vegetables. <laughs> yes. Um, speaking of which, that brings us to the meat of our topic today, or, well, that's an inappropriate reference. The vegetables <laughs> of our topic? anti pun. The, yeah, the fiber of our topic? I don't know. There we um, go. You guys yeah. get the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The artichoke so, part of our ooh, that is yes, I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> All right, so let's kick it off with the greens since we've already kind of touched on those um, dark greens. So I think I feel like the greens are probably the biggest group of vegetables and the ones that people think of first. Um, yeah. So you've got your yeah your dark leafy greens, so things like spinach, kale, um, lettuce. Um, collards. Can you think of any others for the leafy ones? 
I would say that's at least the most common Instagram ones that people are going to be yeah. eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you've also got um, things like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, green beans. Mm. Now, peas and asparagus. Oh, yeah, peas, asparagus. Mm-hmm. All good greens. So the green vegetables are especially high in iron, folate, vitamin C, calcium, and vitamin K. Now, they are also really high in, so those are all vitamins and minerals. They're also high in what's called phytonutrients. And these are are chemicals. (laughs) Good question. Um, (laughs) There are chemicals that are naturally found in plants, and they have, we don't need them per se in our bodies, but they have some extra health benefits. So some examples would be like antioxidants, flavonoids, carotenoids, anthocyanins. So these types of things can help um, prevent like free radical damage. They can be good for brain health or eye health. They have a lot, there are tons of different phytonutrients and they all have different functions that they aid the body in. So, super interesting. And all good tonight, things tonight. Yes. Chris, okay. Well, tonight I am making currently broccoli tots to get my green vegetables in. Ooh, yum. How did you make those? Because I've had them in the store, like the green giant version, and those are delicious. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know you could make them yourself. Yes, you can. So, I got just some frozen pre-chopped broccoli. I would recommend if you want it to be a more nugget-like shape and consistency, (laughs) I'd recommend putting it in the food processor. I did not, and they're a little bit, they're more like broccoli blobs instead of broccoli (laughs) chops. But they taste great. So you add, you take your package of frozen, chopped up, or processed broccoli, um, add in two eggs, and half a cup of breadcrumbs, preferably whole wheat, and then two cups of shredded cheddar cheese. If you can do the reduced fat cheese, that'll, you know, save you some extra fat. And then some garlic powder and basil oregano. And then you just mix it all up and form them into your little tots and bake them in the oven at 375 for about 20 to 25 minutes. And then when you're done, you get a nice little Yum. Did you eat yours with ketchup? No, I didn't. I really thought about it. (laughs) I didn't want the ketchup to disguise the flavor of the tot. Ah, those must have been some good today. You're not even having ketchup with them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I held back today. Do you have a favorite green vegetable, Kristen? Ooh. This past week, it was definitely kale. Which I'm mm. not like trying to be the cool dietitian that loves <laughs> kale like every other dietitian in the world. We all eat kale every day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lie. We don't. No, no. But the grocery store has a big bunch of kale on sale for 99 cents. So, ooh, it was 99 cents. So I had to because it was 99 cents. <laughs> And I, like, shredded it up and threw it in 
with some, like, coleslaw mix and used it as a cold salad, like, just put on some um, lemon poppy seed dressing. And that was really good. It gives it a really nice crunch. Nice. And it holds up a lot better than, I would say, like, spinach or lettuce does. It doesn't, um, like, wilt as much if you add the dressing in the morning. It almost makes it better. Okay, yeah, because kale kind of, I've heard that kale needs to be almost massaged or uh, yes. not ma- not marinated. It's marinated, it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you need to let it soften up a little bit. A little yeah, because it is very, it is, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, spinach and then it also made some kale rougher chips with it. Ooh, kale yes. chips, yeah. Yeah, and I was just like, I spritz it with some olive oil, like pan, and sprinkled some Parmesan cheese and um, broiled it in the oven for a couple of minutes. And it was crispy and crunchy and delicious. Oh, yum. That sounds very good. Um, before we move on, I also want to, I got to give a shout out to spinach. That actually might be my favorite green vegetable, just because it's so easy to add it to things. Uh, yes. Because it cooks down pretty small. I mean, you could take a bag of spinach and cook it down and turn it into, like, a fistful, probably. Um, right. But yeah. I just – and it has a very it has a very mild flavor. So I like to add it to dips or sauces or eggs or – I feel like you can just add spinach to almost anything. Um, yeah. That's a good way to smoothies. pack in those extra – oh, yeah, smoothies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good way to pack in those extra nutrients. Definitely. All right, anything else on the green team? I don't believe so. I don't want to spend too much time on the greens because, or I mean, we could spend forever talking about all the different <laughs> green vegetables. <laughs> we could. But let's move on to now probably the least favorite color of vegetables, I would say, which is why I really want to give them some love, and that <laughs> is the white group. I think we hear a lot, like, eliminate all white foods from your diet or white foods mean that like lack of color is lack of nutrients which mm-hmm. it is true that the colors give a great indication of what nutrients profile the foods have but white does not mean that they don't have anything good to them i think that yeah. can stand with white rice and white bread those are things that we would want to choose a different color preferably brown but when it comes to vegetables, white does not mean bad. So some white produce um, would be, of course, the white potato, mushrooms, onions, parsnips, turnips, and cauliflower, and water chestnuts as well. Um, I always forget about water chestnuts. I know. They're kind of a weird. They are vegetable. weird. The black yeah. sheep of the... They are. Um, kohlrabi and jicama and garlic would all count as well. So there's a lot more than you first think of, at least that I'm Yeah, yeah. Um, and some uh, nutrients that the white group has um, a good amount of are like those phytonutrients that you were talking about. Um, the white team also has some of those. 
um, including beta-glucans and lignans. And those nutrients actually have been shown to help balance hormones and reduce the risk of cancers. Um, they activate these special cells in your body, which help battle, battle cancer, excuse me, um, specifically prostate cancer, colon cancer, and breast cancer. And they also help our immune system. And then a couple minerals, that's the white group, especially potatoes, are really high in, is uh, potassium. Potatoes actually have more potassium than a banana. And magnesium. And then mushrooms are a fun one because they are typically pretty high in vitamin D, which can be a really hard vitamin for people to get, especially in the winter time when yeah. we aren't outside in the sun since vitamin D um, activates um, a certain hormone in your body that then leads to producing your own vitamin D. So eat the mushrooms all winter long. Ah, yes. I love mushrooms. What is your favorite white vegetable, Rachel? You know, I might have to say mushrooms. And they're one, one of those foods that are, they're very, I feel like people either love them or hate them. And yeah. the idea of mushrooms is kind of weird. You know, they look weird. and It's a fungus. And it, yeah. when I was younger, I was like, ew, gross. But I was yeah. just into eating them once. They were hidden in a casserole. <laughs> and I was like, what is making this so delicious? Like, what are these little things in here that taste so good? And they told me it was mushrooms, <laughs> and I was floored. My life was forever changed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And what about you? Mushrooms have to be done right. Because if you get mushrooms yeah. out of a can, and Ooh, they're all yeah, slimy, no. and, mm -mm, yeah, mm -mm. ugh. No. Gives me the heebie-jeebies just thinking about it. Yeah. So get some fresh mushrooms, saute them up in a little butter, salt, parm, then we try them. Yeah, yeah. My or favorite. Casserole. Yes, or had them in a casserole. My favorite white vegetable, which also is considered a starch, so if we get really nitpicky, we could mm -hmm. discount it for this discussion, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Um, the potato. <laughs> I love potatoes so much. My grandpa used to call me Spud, still does, actually, <laughs> because I would eat so many potatoes when I was a little kid and still do. Um, and I go vegan, too. Yeah? Oh, I was going to are, are potatoes healthy then? Is it okay to eat them? <laughs> wow, I'm glad that you asked this question, <laughs> Yes. So it just blows my mind that sweet potatoes are this heavenly substance that everyone should eat if they are trying Manna to... from heaven. Yeah, seriously. And white potatoes are the scum of the earth. <laughs> essentially. And that's just not true. Potatoes have so much going for them, but it's all about how you cook them. So mm -hmm. if you're going to get your potatoes in by getting fries from McDonald's, <laughs> then you're probably not taking advantage of all the great things they have to offer. 
Um, yeah. so like a baked potato or roasting some potatoes or mashed potatoes lightened up with some Greek yogurt instead of like your butter and cream cheese. Um, and there's lots of other options out there for potatoes too. But one medium potato has around five grams of fiber and five grams of protein. And it has 70% really? of your vitamin C needs. And 30% oh. of your vitamin B6 needs. I did not know this. Yeah. It's true. It also has almost That's 10% of your iron needs. Wow. Which surprised me. Wow. Way so, to go, Idaho. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And they're so cheap as well. So if you're, you know, a struggling college student or a family that's really trying to make ends meet but also get in good nutrition. Potatoes are not um, not a bad choice by any means. Yeah. They're What's also your favorite very way filling. To, mm, they are. What's your favorite way to have potatoes? Oh, mashed. My mom's mm. mashed potatoes. Hands down. Yum. With the skins on, especially. Ah, then you get even, okay. you take advantage of all that fiber. Mm. Yeah. So, in summary, the white vegetables have a lot going for them. Give them all a try. Yeah. And remember that they're part of the vegetable family, too. <laughs> yes. Don't discriminate based on the color <laughs> yeah. of your vegetables. <laughs> yeah. Get them all. Good lesson. All right. So let's move on to the red and orange category. So these vegetables are high in lycopene, um, which is one of those phytonutrients we talked about. They've done a lot of studies on lycopene as far as um, cancer prevention, um, Stopping those free radicals. I think lycopene is an antioxidant. Um, the red-orange category is also pretty high in vitamin C and vitamin A. Um, so we think of vitamin C a lot for immunity and then vitamin A for eye health as well. So the red-yellow vegetables include tomatoes, red and yellow and orange peppers, Wow, why am I drawing a blank? <laughs> squash? Oh, oh, of course, yeah. Carrots, um, squash, pumpkin. Sweet potatoes? Sweet potatoes. Yes, thank you, Mom. <laughs> yes, so all of those foods that are orange. Um, and if you are someone who really likes all those orange foods, you might notice that your skin might turn a little tint of orange, or especially if you look around the palms of your hands, um, especially around that area, because um, that's where you have some, like, fat pads on the palms of your hands. Um, and vitamin A is a fat-soluble vitamin, so it is stored in that fat. So you can see it kind of showing up in your hands if you that's eat a ton awesome. of them orange veggies. My roommate in college loved sweet potatoes 
and <laughs> butternut squash and carrots, and she really did have orange hands. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite orange vegetable? Probably. I do love sweet potatoes, but I also love tomatoes, mostly mm. tomato-based things, i.e. ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, just I love roasted tomatoes and tomato sauces. Um, mm. I think tomatoes are another one of those things that, for me, the trifecta is, like, spinach, tomatoes, and mushrooms. I think those three just all Ooh. seem to go so well with other with lots of ingredients and lots of different dishes, so I'm a big fan. And actually, cooking the tomatoes will release some of the lycopene and make it more bioavailable. So cooked tomatoes are higher in lycopene than raw tomatoes. Ooh, that's a fun fact. Yeah. So all of you who have been bombarded by this raw diet, you know, the raw vegan diet, it's not necessarily better. You could be missing out on some lycopene. Yeah. Preach, girl. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite red, orange, or yellow vegetable? Ooh. Maybe sweet potatoes. Hmm. I guess I'm just a potato girl. Yeah. But one of our... I'm going to share, like, a weird – this is also kind of a weird food combo, but shout-out to Morgan, who was a girl that we both did our dietetic internship with. She would put peanut butter on a baked sweet potato, and I tried it the other day, and it is really good. Is it? Oh, I'm going to have to try it. Yeah. And then I took it a step farther, and as Rachel knows, Making a peanut butter banana smoothie is a pretty regular occurrence in my life. <laughs> oh, yeah. And the other day, I had some roasted, just plain roasted. There was no, like, spices or cheese on them or anything. Sweet potatoes. So I threw a handful of them into my smoothie, which sounds weird, I know. <laughs> but it was so good. And it made it really creamy and yeah. delicious and thicker. So, yes, sweet potatoes. In all forms, but especially with so many different things. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about vegetables, side note, is that people think that they don't like them because they've only had them cooked one way. But there are so Mm. many different ways of preparing them. So you really, you just have to keep trying different ways until you find one that you like, because I'm sure you will. Yes. Especially roasting. It just takes away the bitterness and... It's super easy. Can get thrown into any dish. I'm a big proponent for roasting the vegetables. Yes, me too. It's a game changer. It is. It is. And another side note, but frozen and canned vegetables are not bad choices by any means, especially if you're living somewhere where fresh foods are not available year-round or are extremely expensive year-round. Fresh, um, or the fresh may not have as high of nutrient value as the canned or frozen in that situation if they've had to travel a long way, they've got beaten up by time and temperature. Um, do not feel bad about getting frozen or canned veggies by any means. 
Yeah, I totally agree. I think sometimes people think that they're not as good, but they're just as good. And if that's what you can afford, that's what you should get. Don't feel bad about buying some quote-unquote packaged foods. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They're Mm -hmm. packaged at the peak of their ripeness and their nutrient availability. Um, So they're a great packaged food. Mm -hmm. I agree. Okay, well, back on track to the last color we're going to talk about today. And that's a pretty small category of blue and purple vegetables. So really the only one that came to mind when I first started thinking about this was eggplant. But there's also purple cabbage, endive, there's purple asparagus, purple sweet potatoes, and purple carrots. And the purple, blue-purple, um, have a lot of different nutrients, including resveratrol, resveratrol um, which I believe is a phytochemical that Rachel mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. vitamin C, flavonoids, quercetin, um, lutein. <laughs> if I'm not pronouncing these right, anyone feel free to tell me. But... Um, they're all big fancy words that mean they're really good for you and have a lot of antioxidant um, properties and are really good for your health. So no matter how you say them or pronounce them, they're great to eat and include in your diet. Um, and they are great for healthy digestion and your GI tract. Um, they're also anti-carcinogens which means they battle cancer-causing cells. Um, they help fight inflammation, which is a really hot topic. Um, they also help improve the body's ability to absorb calcium and other nutrients. Oh, interesting. So those are your blue-purple veggies. I think they're also one of the um, best, also the blue-purple fruits. Um, are one of the best, like, mixture of antioxidants and phytochemicals for brain health. Mm, Yes, I have heard that. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them, like cabbage, eggplant, and dive, can seem, I don't know if weird is the right word, but... (laughs) Just things that are harder to figure out how to cook with them or what to do with them. Mm-hmm. But cabbage, like shredded up cabbage, is great to add into salad, like I mentioned earlier, with getting a coleslaw mix from the store. And even sauteing, like sauteing them down with some onions and garlic. Um, they soften up and they really just absorb the other flavors. So they're a great addition to um, like stir fries, or if you want to make a runza, they <laughs> are obviously delicious in that as well. Yeah, those are good ideas. Is that your favorite? Do you have a favorite purple blue? It probably vegetable? is. Yeah, yeah, I would say it's cabbage. Also because mm-hmm. it's dirt cheap. You can get a head oh, of cabbage yeah. for less than a dollar, and mm-hmm. it would make 
salads and stir fries for a week or more. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your favorite blue purple veg? You know, I gotta be honest. I'm still working on figuring out ways that I like them. Uh, <laughs> for the longest time, for the longest time, I thought I didn't like eggplant, but mm. my mom's friend made eggplant parm, and she makes a really good eggplant parm. So I liked it. I liked it that way. If you yeah. cover it in tomatoes, put a tomato sauce <laughs> on it, and sprinkle some cheese. I'm game. There we go. And they have that property to help you absorb more calcium. So that's perfect. Yes. There you go. Double whammy. Yep. There we go. Vegetables work so well together. Yeah. All Any other thoughts? New things. Yes. Oh, yeah. Just trying to agree. Uh, oh, and one thing we did not mention yet is fiber. All of these vegetables oh, of course. contain fiber, which we talked about last time. Helps keep you regular, <laughs> i.e. helps make you poop. <laughs> yep. Um, yes. But make sure you're also – so sometimes if people are not used to eating very much fiber and they eat a lot all at once, it can be a lot for your GI system to handle. Um, so if you are trying to increase your fiber content, just go slow. Do a, a gradual increase. Yes, and increase your, your water body will thank you. Yes, that's also a big thing. Fiber and water work hand in hand. Yep, most definitely. Any other veggie thoughts? I don't think I have any. Do you? No. So what has been making you smile lately, Rachel? Well, today it was the broccoli tots. <laughs> yes. i had been wanting to try them for a while, and I just hadn't gotten around to it until tonight. So I'm glad I did it, and they turned out well, so I'm happy. That is awesome. What about you, Kristen? Mine is kind of along the same lines of trying new things or going back to making old things. Um, I did a lot of food prep. Sunday's kind of my day to get everything ready for the week, especially meals. And so I did a lot of food prep today and tried a new recipe and made scones that used kefir, which is the ultimate thing that's been really exciting for me lately is that I've been starting to make my own kefir again, which <gasps> is such a fun experience if any of you have never if you have never tried it you definitely need to give it a go it's basically like making your own yogurt but it's just a little bit thinner than yogurt and you can add it to smoothies or baked goods use it like sour cream or buttermilk i made a ranch dip out of it the lemon poppy seed dressing i made that i talked about earlier with the coastal and kale i made that out of kefir it's just so versatile and it's full wow. of probiotics which are the healthy bacteria mm-hmm. for our gut and it just makes you feel like you may be but in a really great way so that's what's been making me smile lately is having yeah. my own little pet I call him <laughs> I was gonna say KJ KJ for junior 
Oh, yeah. He's not the yeah. original. No. Yeah. Not the original. You guys had one last year. But. Yeah, Kristen was the keeper queen, and <laughs> those things really were for – you kept them for a long time, and they really were like her babies. I did. They were just my little pet. And then <laughs> on the way home from Nashville back to Nebraska, I put them in my mom's fridge at home, and she thought that it was just, like, really bad milk and threw oh. Oh, sad. I love you, Mom. This is not throwing you under the bus, but <laughs> yeah, it was sad to say goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. So if you guys want us to go more in-depth about kefir and other foods that contain probiotics, um, let us know. We can do a whole other podcast on probiotic foods and gut health. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think that's all we have for you today on vegetables. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you have a beautiful week. And challenge for this week for all of you listening is to try either one new vegetable or try an old vegetable that you think you don't like cooked in a new way. I promise you, Mm. I think all vegetables taste better roasted in the oven. So just a suggestion from me to you. And let us know if you did try new ones and you like them or if you have unique ways of cooking vegetables that you like. Um, post on our Facebook page or send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Yeah. Until next time, go eat your veggies. <laughs>